Welcome to the Sounds of the World. We are your hosts, Hillary and Bill. Together, we're going to travel around the world to discover new music, discuss musical topics, and interview fascinating people. Our world is a buffet of music, and it is time to eat. Welcome back, everybody, to the Sounds of the World podcast. It was a brief taste of a piece titled Kitchen by our next guest. She was born and raised in Iran. She received her Master's of Music Composition from the Boston Conservatory, where she studied with Felipe Lara and Marty Epstein. She's currently pursuing a PhD in composition at the Graduate School at CUNY, where she studies with Jason Eckhart and Suzanne Farron. Uh, she was the runner-up for the National Sawdust 2018-19 Hildegard competition and has won the Roger Sessions Memorial Compositions Award, Walter W. H. Harp Music and Society Award, and the John Bavici Memorial Prize, and the Karurian Electroacoustic Award. Uh, as you heard in Kitchen, her music combines timbral and sound-based atmospheric structures that is interspersed with lyrical influences derived from her Iranian background. Her works have been performed worldwide, including Germany, Canada, Greece, the US, and Italy. She's also a founder of Canva Sounds Group. Uh, we will talk to her about her musical life, what Canva Sounds Ensemble is, and what inspires her about the world around us. Please welcome Baha Roye. Woo! <laughs> I apologize if I butchered your last name. <laughs> no, it was perfect. Thank you oh, so, good. so much. Yes. Um, uh, hello. Uh, thank you so much for uh, your um, um, introduction. I'm so grateful to be here, dear William and dear Hillary. Um, I cannot um, uh, express my gratitude and uh, I'm here to start this conversation and I hope that the audience will enjoy this. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. we were, I was, I was definitely, um, I, I think I was listening to one of the ICF um, concerts, the Iranian mm -hmm. composers, um, female Iranian composers concerts, mm -hmm. and uh, Anahita Abbasi and uh, Mary Karurian, they both were like, oh, you have to talk to Bahar. She's amazing. <laughs> talk to her, give, send out her a message and talk to her. And I was like, Oh uh, okay. And so I think actually Mary put us in contact with each other. So yeah, well, I am so grateful to both of them. I, uh, <clears throat> and Ifka is uh, really one of the best um, um, organizations that um, has been happening for, uh, I think, Iranian composers. 
um, and especially uh, female Iranian composers. And uh, yeah, that concert was a fascinating concert. It was by, I think it was the one by, um, that ICE Ensemble yes. was uh, performing. They're fascinating. Yes, it was a great night. I was um, extremely enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So I guess let's just start from the beginning. And um, sure. I know you were born and raised in Iran, um, but were you, do you come from a very musical family or are you kind of the odd one out or? <laughs> No, actually, um, I was the only person who started to play an instrument. Um, uh, I, I remember that my grandmother uh, was playing uh, in a style um, on, on um, tea trays. These that they were trays that we carried and tea um, cups, and so she would start playing on that in a style that she would play daf and Iranian. Um, percuss percussion instrument, okay. uh, which is like a fra frame drum. Uh, and she would sing and we would dance and um, that was <laughs> that was part of it, part of the gatherings of the family. Um, but other than that, I don't think anybody else has anything to do with uh, music um, except me. And um, music, uh, honestly, even I can't, I can't say that I really was like, I want to study or I want to learn music. It was, music was there. It was... Um, it was constantly there. My, my, my grandmother was playing and singing. My father was listening to constantly Iranian music. Um, and um, and then they decided, my parents just decided for me to learn piano. And mm -hmm. I had no clue. I didn't know anything. Um, I was just, this was the pool that they put me um, inside and they dropped me in and they said, go um, do something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then I, I I realized that I loved it, especially because I was a uh, I was the only child, and mm. I realized that I, it became the friend. Um, and um, but still, it it had its own agency. It wasn't me really choosing anything. It was there, and it was just coming into uh, my life. Um, and then. Um, yeah, I, I was uh, very. I became uh, very interested in piano and piano learning um, um, until. Um, should I continue, or do you have? No, yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fascinated. So, I, I, I'm also a single. Uh, single. I'm also an only child. I oh, be single. My wife will kill me. Um, <laughs> but uh i'm an only child and music was a huge catharsis and like escape from everything you know mm -hmm. i didn't have exactly. a lot of friends like around i mean i had a lot of friendly people i knew but i wasn't always at friend's house you know exactly and yes so music was that friend that was always there and always around so exactly so i'm, yeah. I'm glad you understand me yeah, William. <laughs> um so yeah, it continued to be um, something very uh, important in my life. 
but at the same time like because you're i mean i, I i'm sure I, i'm sure you know this you're living in a society that what is the success then like mm -hmm. if you continue music what's going to happen to your life and <laughs> so um the conversation was always there and um because my math and my physics were good so they pushed me to study electrical engineering um, mm. and um, I always wanted to study music but then I had to study that electrical engineering and I hated it so much <laughs> you I studied engineering as well for you did year. yeah what <laughs> what to music <laughs> exist awesome thank you I'm like I can really <laughs> Um, yeah, I hated it so much that um, um, uh, it was the fourth year of the um, the bachelor degree. I was like, I just can't. Wow. Um, and I, I I was actually working as an engineer as well, designing some um, uh, circuits for the buildings, the electrical circuits. And then um, I was like, that's it. I want to study music. I can't do this anymore. And I went to Malaysia. Wow. <laughs> and I studied there for two years. I studied the core um, classes, um, core courses of music. And then I went to Boston. Okay. I got my bachelor's. And then you know that you just said everything else. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I always, like, I mean, I made it a year into engineering and I, I kind of did the same thing where I was like, I hate this. And I'm getting my life if I continue even though I was really good at it but I was like I there's no joy here <laughs> exactly like the, it it just makes you I don't know there's a it's a process of becoming less and less um vocal more and more immobile but at the same time the idea and the desire of success is just makes you feel like you're doing something great i don't know there's something mm -hmm. yeah. that i just I, I just couldn't follow it <laughs> well i felt like um i wasn't listening to myself like i knew mm -hmm. I, was, but I just kept going anyways um yeah i just felt super out of touch with my life like i don't know if you experienced that as well but i'd get to where i'd like be listening to the radio and i'd like shut it off and I would just be like, I don't have time for music. I have to do calculus. I don't know. You get that. Because <laughs> it takes so much brain power. I remember just spending hours in physics and calculus and chemistry. And yeah. <laughs> I totally feel you. It's um, yes. And that, that, the, the, point, the point that you made that you um, lose your connection with your feelings and yourself and your life um, is a very, very important part of um i think in in music you realize that more i don't know it's like you realize that you're more connected um at, at least for someone like me it, it just happened to me to be like that yeah absolutely i definitely i'm like i'm a different person i <laughs> i know what emotions are now i process it <laughs> i write about them <laughs> I was never good in math. I think I tapped out at geometry. So <laughs> y'all are light years ahead of me. So you you are a light year ahead of us. That's yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> Didn't devote all this time to calc. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter's taking. Uh, I think she's taking calculus, and I'm just like, 
What? What is this? Why? You're in high school, damn it. This is awful. What's wrong with people? Oh. I feel you. What does it mean? Yeah. Oh, so what was it like? Like, what was, you know, I, I think I said this when we were talking to Nila Far and Abahita, but um, growing up, you know, we always hear about the awfulness that is Iran, you know, but what was it like being there and studying music? And, um, you know, what was like, I personally want to know, like, what's the piano instruction like? Because I grew up, I took piano lessons for, you know, 20 years mm -hmm. and, uh, I, you know, we, we did the very progressive thing. Like we did, you know, the notes and everything and then learn next progressively harder pieces. And I didn't do Suzuki or anything. <laughs> um, did, you know, circuit a few competitions and things, but um, I have like, I don't know, is it, do they have their own way? Was there, is their pedagogy completely different? Like, is it more Russian based, you know, or, <laughs> or I don't know, you know, they have, you know, so very good point. Um, so as I <clears throat> um, explained to you, my real um, start of studying um, um, music comprehensively started from really started from Malaysia. Um, mm. uh, but before that, I was I had I had my teacher, which she actually she's she's the one who was really inspiring. Um, and she really inspired me to um, do music. Khanum Akhavan, Mrs. Akhavan, whatever she is, I'm so grateful to her. Um, um, it is very through there, William. Her style was very Russian. Um, she was like um, very extremely disciplinary, uh, disciplined, like disciplined, and um, but um, her focus was more on classical music. Um, um, there were, there, I, I, I remember that the other friends of mine who were studying, um, music, they had, um, more, um, 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 learning and studying of uh, cl Persian and classical music as well on their instrument, but I didn't have that. Uh, I was just interested in that. Um, and, um. But so I cannot talk about the culture of the pedagogy of uh, music in um, Iran. Um, uh, and uh, <laughs> um, because I, it, it was a very personal thing and I was not in the community that uh, enough. I was going to the concerts. Uh, um, there were, uh, they were they, there were concerts that were happening. Um, I remember uh, once I, uh, I was in Talar um, Bahdat, uh, which is a huge um, orchestral hall, and um, uh, I watched the concerto, concerto piano number one by Tchaikovsky, and I was I was mm. I, I was I think 10, 10 years old. I was like, what is this? Um, um, I want to be a pianist like that. But those kind right. of you know, you know, you start to oh, have yeah. these imaginations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and but at the same time like Persian classical music was like my my father's um thing and uh we mm -hmm. were like we were constantly going to the concerts for those as well I was not in the community of the pedagogy unfortunately I am sure um Nilufar and um, especially Nilufar because she's she, she was more into the you know, the community back in Iran 
um, as I said, my, my uh, family were more like, do the math, finish the <laughs> physics, and <laughs> just play music. <laughs> Get a job yeah. that makes money and then do piano like on the side. Yes, yes. It is, it is for the side. It is yeah. not that important. It is good that you know this, but... I'm getting some flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but um, I, 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 I have to know more actually about that as well. My, my, my teacher had a very Russian style. She okay. was very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Very what cool. was the next question? You had another question, or I forgot. Oh no, no, no! I was just going to be like, so after that, you went to Malaysia. Yeah. And I mean, of course, you know, unforgivably, you know, <laughs> my American brain's like, you went to Malaysia to study Eurocentric music, his, you know, theory. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I like it. Freaking cool. <laughs> you know. I I in hate fact, that it's in there, but it's just my brain's just like, huh? It is, you know? it is, it is normal. No worries about that. But I should, it's, it may be surprising, but I studied um, jazz music in oh, wow. uh, Malaysia. Oh, cool. And Very cool. it is, it is extremely um, uh, popular in uh, Malaysia. All the uh, cafes, they, they perform jazz music. Um, there's a school that is affiliated with Berkeley College of Music okay. uh, in, in, in Boston. Um, and so they really produce a lot of um, jazz musicians. Wow. Um, yeah, they're really good. Uh, um, so I, I learned harmony and everything, jazz harmony um, there. And uh, I learned um, what, are, what is um the electronic aspect of music back in malaysia i, I had no clue what's happening before that um wow. yes and then um and then i went to boston to berkeley i uh, finished the bachelor's with that um i also learned um how to play gamelan but unfortunately i forgot everything which is oh. so i'm so ashamed um <laughs> and really i am because it, it was uh, fascinating it was yeah. fascinating the whole uh, um, process of learning it it took a lot of time for the whole uh, ensemble to learn that and we all made mistakes uh, we ruined the performance but um, <laughs> <laughs> but we learned <laughs> yeah that's cool you know where i went to my masters nevada reno they mm -hmm. have a lot of connection with cal arts Yes, and Cal Arts is really influenced by, um, you know, Eastern theories and Eastern musical practices and stuff, and so they would at UNR would routinely bring people up to like do gamelan concerts and um, and things, and it was it's such a cool process and just amazing, you know. And then you see like the true practitioners in in Malaysia and Bali and you know they're flying up and down these keyboards one hammer one hand on the key and just like what I, I would have no thumb I mean it would just be hammered to a pulp I mean it'd be nothing it's crazy <laughs> you learn to do that yeah it was um well uh not all the instruments each, each one of us uh were just behind one of them 
Mm -hmm. um, but um, it took it took so long. Um, but it was fun. It was I, not not only fun, but the you realize the culture um, mm. more um, next to the, the the friends and the language and the food and the fascinating uh, um, environment and uh, the um, climate. Everything, everything. Yeah. It's, it's amazing there. I really recommend you go there if you have time or money. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely on the bucket list. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yes. Yes. And I mean, I love the fact that it seems all of that seems so intricate to each other. You know, the food and the culture and the music, it's all like one within the same, you know, where it feels, I don't know, I, I could be totally wrong. Um, but like in America, it feels definitely separated. Like you've got <laughs> food, there's the music, our own cultures over here, you know. Mm. <laughs> they don't mix maybe <laughs> yeah if they do then <laughs> i i really i i i don't know i i don't I, I don't know <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's because america and i i might have to cut all this out but like maybe it's because <laughs> america is like the big melting pot you know what i mean so we have <laughs> all these different cultures and foods and music styles and ideas intermixing and it's hard to be like, so like in Iran, I would expect, you know, to have the Iranian culture and the Iranian foods and, you know, playing the golf or playing, you know, the Dumbek or whatever, you know, and <laughs> uh, India, you've got Rajasthani classical music and, and of course they're amazing cultures and foods, Absolutely. you know, but America is just such a amalgamism of everything you know what i mean it's hard to have like we have an american food and it's like <laughs> actually french fries are from belgium so uh... are you doing pancakes yeah. <laughs> no. i so now that these these are going to be cut out it's so let me just... <laughs> um actually dear william i think um i think iran is like that as well like um we have north of Iran, south of Iran, west, northwest, southwest, mm. northeast, southeast, in the middle and near the, the desert, desert or desert, desert, desert. desert. yes, Got you. near the <laughs> desert. And they have like, when you listen to the music, you realize that, okay, there are similarities, of course, but when you go in deep, you see that they have their own thing. Mm. Um, like the food, like we all uh, eat um, the food, uh, like the like uh, the, the stew and the um, rice that is coming from the northwest of Iran. But it is actually coming from there that we all actually um, adapted it. Um, mm. um, so I think they, they we we have a lot of culture and um subcultures uh, as well so i understand somehow what you're talking about mm -hmm. um like my 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 grandmother is is a court was um, and she she passed away um and she was a court uh from northwest of iran and her um um my my grandfather her father was um um from isfahan from the, uh, the uh, center of Iran and then my father is from the north center of Iran um, wow. and like it's a uh, 
amalgamation. Yeah. <laughs> all the different regions. I kind of yeah. feel like we have that in America too, because you have the, the the north and south are two like very different. Mm-hmm. And then especially east coast, west coast. Um, but yeah, everyone's kind of got their own. Ah, that's so cool to think about. Sorry. Yeah. I- <laughs> so I know, like one of the questions that kind of piggyback piggybacks. It rides off of that subject. Was uh, see, I'm an, a native speaker and I can't do it. So, um, <laughs> thank you for your support. <laughs> How does your Iranian heritage influence your aesthetic or your kind of your sound world? Hmm. Um, yeah, it is a. It's an extremely great question and very hard to navigate um, because um, but I will try I will try so um, I so whatever I'm going to say as you just um, actually said uh, I I think a couple of minutes ago that I may be wrong right so maybe five years from now I say that (laughs) I'm I'm wrong I didn't I didn't know what I was saying back then but (laughs) Um, the disclaimer for all episodes is we may not know <laughs> shit what we're saying. But. <laughs> what I'm going to say is, um, so so when you ask this question from me, I, I want you to know whatever I'm going to say is the byproduct of the music that I've realized. Mm. It wasn't that I had this idea and I imported on music or um, incorporated on, on, in the music um, or encrypted there. It was just something happened in my music and then I realized that, oops, maybe it's that that I have been carrying. Um, kind of a hindsight thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A very, very nice um, way of putting it in words. Um, so, dear Hillary and William, um, it it has been happening and that I've realized that my music is um, becoming more fragmented mm. and um, more, um, it is more restrained and muffled. It, it wants to be um, more um, suppressed under a certain surface it does not it wants to be in between it doesn't want to be clear um and it 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 started from 2017 now that like um, i started last year to look back and realize that what has been happening in my music um and um so i i realized that uh, i have been trying to um in my music, it is like there's a process of me trying to find something in the far, far away, like in, in the horizon, that, that mm. I'm trying to grab something from there and bringing it towards me. And in the process of taking it and bringing it, it becomes like a sand and it moves away. Mm-hmm. Um I, I feel like that is the process of the sound in my music, and I think it is happening in Kitchen as well. Um, um, I will explain how. Um, so the more that I um, I looked at my music, I felt I felt like this 
this um, process is like this uh, this fragmentation becoming um, pits of things, um, the very small little things of uh, um, something that is becoming nothing at the same time, something that is familiar but it's unfamiliar it is in the horizon and it's very familiar but the moment that you bring it bring it towards your face you want to look at it it becomes nothing uh, it becomes unfamiliar it is in between again um this uh, i realized that it is um very much similar to the way that i am experiencing my life for past 10 years especially in the united states since i i came to the united states in 2012 and um I have been, uh, and I've never been back to Iran. Oh. Um, uh, so I, I have been experiencing this, like talking with my mother or my father, uh, and suddenly the Skype doesn't work. The internet stops, and so you see your the, the face of the familiar face, but then at the same time it becomes so distorted that it becomes unfamiliar. Um, this this thing. Um, I think um, at, and I believe that whatever that is happening to me or has been happening to me just manifests itself in the in whatever that is more productive, whatever that is comes out of my feelings or my um, ideas. So this thing, I think, um, became something in my music in a way that, for instance, there is a lullaby that I have been carrying with me that my grandmother was singing to me back back in Iran. Mm. And then I'm trying to grab it, I'm trying to grab it, but it becomes like nothing in a way that this um, this articulation of this becomes like it, mm. it changes itself to the sand at the same time that it is becoming like extremely pixelized, like mm -hmm. pixel, 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 pixel. Um, previously, uh, my music was uh, towards the ending. Um, the kitchen is one of those that towards the ending reached, uh, they, 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 they try to reach the, the original um, idea, the one that was in the horizon. But recently I, they, the music just doesn't go there. It just, it doesn't move. It, it, it is becoming more immobile. It is becoming more um, paralyzed, if I can uh, say that. And that made me um, realize again that I want to go into the understanding of the body. Now that I'm understanding that whatever that is happening in my music is coming from my experience. Now I want to go into the body of the instrument. What is happening in the instrument then? If I touch the node on the, a certain certain node on the nervous system of the body, of the instrument, what would the body say? And so this understanding of discovery and intuition of the instrument, not me, not me trying to say something to the instrument, but the instrument tries to say something to me. Mm. Um, and that is, I realized that um, when I started to reflect on my uh, process, I realized that back in the, back in Iran, I was like, there was a um, period of time I was very interested in Sufism. 
And this is actually the philosophy of um, Ishraq, uh, the, the philosophy of um, the Sohravardi, that he says, um, I realize, I learn through my body, and then I find the reason. I don't need the reason to realize what's happening first. Um, Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, he, he's amazing. I mean, uh, he's great. Um, so he was against Aristotle, and like, if, if you search um, him, um, you will find um, a lot more about him. So yeah, at one, on one side, the literature, the, the poetry, especially. Um, my my um, my uncle is a poet, and 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 I think poetry was very much. Um, prominent in our family and i think it is actually in the iranian culture very much prominent it is every you um you, you drive a car and you see the the car in front of you and there is something written at the back of the car that, that says something about the way that this driver sees the world like the love <laughs> is the mother or i don't know it's uh, it, it's yeah, so to so poetry is very important, and so the literature, the poetry, um, became extremely important in my music as well. Um, but again, these are not the things that I've tried to <laughs> really say that I'm going to do this in my music. I I have been realizing that when my music is going in this way, in this direction, and I'm going with it. Um, I'm sure if my life situation changes these will change and my understanding of my past will change as well probably yeah that was beautiful holy cow <laughs> yeah <laughs> well the, the the description um i studied abroad for one year and i remember just feeling absolutely like gutted and homesick and i remember those conversations where I remember just thinking, I was like, all I want to do is have a conversation with somebody and not have the internet glitch, like glitch them out, glitch the audio, have that moment where you're like, oh, you're frozen. I can't see you. Or like, let me call you back. Yes. <laughs> and I remember like, so I, I mean, and I only experienced that for a year. So I just, I literally can't fathom 10 years like that. And it's just like, that's such a beautiful, dark, deep. <laughs> fine tingling description of that holy cow <laughs> thank yeah. you Hillary. yeah I, I think it is very human it is um it is uh, um, it is playing with the immediate memory you know what i mean it's not nostalgia in that moment this the the, <laughs> the person that you think that you're seeing and you can touch at the moment maybe it but then it's not there mm-hmm. for second and then it comes back and then it's just uh, it's this distortion is very interesting yeah it really kind of messes with you and oh it just makes you realize like how important those real life connections are and i don't know yeah it was i i know i really had a tough time but yeah that's oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like grabbing on to mist almost in a way mm, exactly yeah, that's such a. I love that thought of like, there's the the lullaby that you can remember, like almost genetically, like it's so deep in your being. But as you, the process from taking it from you to what you're producing, it becomes something completely different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's 
it's such a, a wonderful idea of, um, oh, I don't even know how to describe it. Just like of internalizing and having a new, I new personification of what it is. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, say like when you when you recall something or you have a memory, it's like you're pulling a file out, and the file never goes back in the same as it was. So it's mm -hmm. always like as you remember it, you rewrite it a little bit and you put it back, and then you pull it out and it's rewritten again. And so that's I just find like that was what my triggered my brain when you're like, and now it's this, even though like uh -huh. this, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> very interesting, very interesting. The, the the file, it's very interesting image. Yeah, or that's how my brain remembers it. It's like, and and they say with musicians and memory, like we have an extra layer of like how we code our files, and so we we have better memories because <laughs> we yeah. have more, more information attached. But that's just me bragging on musicians. <laughs> <laughs> and a really dumbed down scientific version. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember hearing like police were always saying, you know, uh, personal reckon, you know, personal memories from people, witness memories were actually the worst people to yeah. use because yes. you could, you could suggest something and, and all of a sudden like, yeah. it's, it went from a middle-aged white guy who's committing the, the crime to now a 20 year old, um, woman, you know, who's committing the crime, you know, by suggesting one thing, it could change everything yeah exactly interesting hmm. oh it's such a it's it's cool like these kinds of ideas and you just kind of shut down i don't know what you could say <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you know just like i it was it was i i wrote that down as like a as a quote you know just bringing it towards you and it becoming sand mm -hmm. and i was just like just you know how do you it's such a beautiful thought such a you know well i i thank you i i didn't want to um it's just that it, it's a it's an image it's a very yeah, well it's powerful yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's easy to to visualize and lock onto and oh <laughs> yeah I, so it is yeah it is what the music talks about i don't know I, I, as i said five years from now i may say something totally different well i'll be like no it's this <laughs> <laughs> you're like no it's all there it's in the hand i don't know what your problem is yes exactly got a bell it's fine there is no horizon yeah <laughs> each step is the horizon yes. you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was gonna say so another thing I noticed when I was listening to Kitchen was the sounds that you that you evoked from the singer like it caused like a gut like every time she like inhaled or exhaled like I was like jerking with that <laughs> reaction and it was funny because I was playing it for my boyfriend and he had like I don't know I guess I have like a strong mirror neuron reaction to things because I'm always like imitating things I see and he had like zero reaction and so I was interested to hear like if Bill reacted this way too or mm -hmm. if you react when you listen to that sound but it like it causes like a it was just like hearing all those different like guttural sounds from the soprano like caused like this physical reaction from me and if you were going for that or if that just kind of is a byproduct of, of your thought process 
Um, should I answer first or should William answer first? I, I'll go real quick because I'll be quick. But I remember I was exactly the same way. Like I watched the the score on the YouTube channel, mm -hmm. and uh, each time it was just like I felt like I was on the the backside of the vocal folds, oh. you know, rather than from and hearing it from the mouth. I was yeah. in the throat on the backside of the vocal folds. So every time Very she was like, oh, I was just like, oh. <laughs> I was like, what? what? What did I? Oh, okay. This is not a good, maybe this, I shouldn't listen to this with a heart. <laughs> you know, but okay, it's going to be okay. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> All right. So uh, I think, uh, well, it, it was, a, thank you so much. I think this is the best reaction to that music. Um, I um, I appreciate it extremely. Um, <laughs> again, really, there was no intention while I was composing the music. Um, I realized after after Kitchen and um, after another piece of mine that was the tombstone for solo viola. Um, that I'm actually becoming interested in how the the muscles of my, my own face moves when I'm listening to music. Yeah. And it happens to like it happens to me with certain um, kind of music like. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I will explain later if, if, if it's possible, but uh, I, I go into, into the concert and there are certain certain music that I they not without me understanding unconsciously my muscles move and i i started to realize that but no there was no and and this is a recent understanding um so no i didn't have any intention what was there actually was like i just felt that um i just felt that the sound that was wanted to be on the paper it didn't want to be clear mm. it wanted to be filtered it wanted to be it was the lullaby but it wanted yeah but yeah but it wanted to be some somewhere else exactly like the another space the, the uh, as william said it was in the back it was in the another space um what is uh, what really um uh, I, what I like about that piece is the poetry that I have nothing to do with it <laughs> is the poetry that um, I borrowed from my uncle um, and he um, he says uh, um, so that the, the poetry really um, I don't know there's something with this with this uh, sonnet that connects um, with me there's a connection with between me and this uh, sonnet it says ba har qadam tu az khak dur mishavam va shokh deltang ufuq mishad it says um in english with every step of yours i got divorced from the soil one sip of loam and howling was reminiscent it became reminiscent of the horizon so with this with every step of yours i get displaced i get um, disoriented dissociated from the soil mm -hmm. um 
it it, it is in the music. It is she she oh ha at um and everything is in Farsi actually. She's uh, Felicia yeah, Felicia Chen, my dear friend. She sings it in Farsi as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it um in that section that um uh, the register uh, opens up and and um, she goes to the highest. Uh, registers of, of hers step by step in a chromatic movement um the step by step she's trying to move away tries to uh, dissociate herself as well um in the voice i don't know the the the, the, the poetry that there um it's really something for me beautiful yeah it's a gorgeous idea and uh just sentiment i think you know yes i understand absolutely oh wow no i'm like this is getting deep yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you find that uh your style of notation what is pretty it's graphic and you find that that's an easy outlet for you to be able to pick what you need uh i'm not sure if i understood the question sorry. Uh, so like you use graphic notation is that um necessity because of how you of the ideas that you're trying to pass you know what i mean oh oh yes um thank you so much for this question dear william i am not sure if my notation is graphic notation um okay. i will explain what I'm talking about. I think it's an alternative <laughs> notation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but because graphic notation has its own agency, like it has its own realm, it has its own space. And I don't want to really jump in that space and say that, hey, I'm doing this graphic right. notation. I, I really use the, um, I, I use uh, conventional notations as well, but there are things that sometimes I feel like, um, maybe with that uh, way of writing, it works better. Maybe it's because I'm a very visual person. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because, um, like when I when I want to say that which part of the tongue should touch this the I don't know what you call this the ceiling of the mouth. What, mm -hmm. what is it? The roof. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the roof. Interesting. Uh, so, uh, which part of the tongue should touch the roof um, of the mouth? Um, I, I I don't want to write it down in words. I want to show the um, position of it. Um, okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe it is graphic notation, then I don't know. Uh, but I use the notes as well. Uh, yeah. Most well, of I'm, the I'm, yeah, I'm looking at the score for Kitchen. And, yeah. you know, I, I do have to admit um, with what basic architectural knowledge I have. It does look very like with the circles and the lines and the the arrows and things. It looks very uh, I mean you were becoming an electrical engineer. I mean it looks like <laughs> this was something I put over maybe a, a, a chip or something. Like this could be a condenser system and you know <laughs> but at the same time there are like little squares in here where okay here's the pitch that we're at and here's the the what is it the um oh i can't think of the the all i can think of is the percussion term the flam for it the the grace notes yes 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 and of course you've got the the crescendi and uh sashuras and stuff but uh it's it's uh it's pretty amazing like they're look at those graphic notation and you go I had no idea what was going on but I was like actually able to follow along yeah the, the YouTube video that has the score with it and I was like this is very well like designed and like I don't know not that all graphic notation has to be easy to follow but I just that really stuck out about yours it's like this is beautiful. Well, thank you so much I really appreciate it thank you many many thanks thank you um that uh, it, 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 it I, I'm glad that it is. Um, it shows itself. Uh, that it's not just uh, something that I thought that I'm putting on the paper. Um, uh, yeah, maybe then it is a graphic notation. I, I really don't know what it is, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, but. Um, um, I definitely we actually. Like a, sorry, go ahead. No, I just wanted to say we actually developed this with Felicia. Like we were like trying to say like I was like okay I think um, if I want to put the tongue here I think if I show you from the top of the head um, mm. and position of the tongue what do you think and she would be like then what what are you going to do with when I am going to inhale and I was like okay let's now now let's do that and um, yeah it was a this really I I, I really enjoyed working with uh, dear Felicia on that as well like process a process of developing how to write this down yeah so it's like a very helpful like collaboration absolutely to be a really workable score yeah, yeah. it's gorgeous <laughs> it's it's gorgeous it, it, i definitely see some 
um, like the next iteration of you know Pendereki or or oh yeah. my god no <laughs> um, well, or, thank you <laughs> yeah no definitely I mean I'm I'm not like just like flattering you but just honestly it's like the next stage from Pendereki or 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 what is it Lieberman or you know the great graphic notators and you know so that I am honored I'm flattered I am grateful thank you so much cut these out please <laughs> <laughs> I I have to admit that since following um Ifka and um and Anahati and you and um and the all the Nilafars, you know it's just uh it's it's opened up a whole new world at least to my ears in music you know it's it's amazing so thank you it's mm -hmm. awesome thank um, you thank you thank you so much so let's let's maybe change course and we'll talk a little bit about canva sounds is that okay yeah sure absolutely absolutely um, so yeah. just tell us like a little bit of how you because you, you're the 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 head like like you created <laughs> this correct i need to explain this um um properly I am currently the the head, but I was originally one of the co-founders of okay. Canvas Sounds. Canvas Sounds um, was initially the initial idea of it was actually by my dear friend um, uh, Michal and uh, Eden Reyes and me. Um, we were back back um, in Berkeley College of Music. And so we were like, okay, we need to do something. And we were, um, uh, we found other uh, three of our female composers and we we're like, we want to play our music. Let's just do that. And uh, I learned a lot from my uh, friends, Michal and Eden and um, uh, everybody else. Um, they all they've changed their path they are not doing music anymore um, um, uh, music composition anymore uh, but um, Eden is a very good cellist she's following her own path she's fascinating she's doing uh, metal music trash metal music as well she's awesome <laughs> yeah uh, and um, um, uh, Michal is an amazing writer very um, very activist uh, um, uh, she, she's 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 an idol but then uh, so it it um the life changed um for all of us i followed i continued the path of composition and i asked my friends that can can i continue this and they um, kindly gave, gave me the permission um to uh, continue this uh, and then i asked my other friends here in new york that hey let's let's just do this and um so we were like um we were from different parts of the world and uh, at the same time i i i have been very interested in theater in um other mediums of art um and my friends as well so and uh, i i have a, a dear friend friend longtime collaborator theater artist shadow puppetry artist playwright director actress um all kinds of um, awesomeness 
Um, and so she, uh, I asked her to join us as well. So this Canvas Sounds became a platform, a place uh, a, uh, with uh, um, within the spaces of music and theater, light and shadow, um, uh, sound and noise. And um, we wanted to uh, start to have all uh, kinds of sound artists, whether composers, sound artists, DJs, and um, collaborate with other artists. So we wanted to curate, basically, not just uh, perform our own music, but just curate. And so, so we started to have this space that uh, touches the peripheries of all these um, um, spaces and um, to become this, this one point. Um, we had a concert uh, in um, October 2019, and the after that, you know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before that, we had a lot of concerts back in Boston when we were um, there. Um, but I, f I continued um, uh, my the path of my friends, their uh, vision, uh, which was absolutely fascinating. Yeah, I was I was looking through it and um, looking through like your Facebook thing, and I saw that there was like painting, and there was the shadow puppetry, and there was of course the music ensemble, and uh, looked like even maybe musicians separated from other musicians, or uh, but it was just it was such a cool idea, and I love that people are taking that kind of ingenuity and kind of um, uh, what is it? Grabbing it, grabbing the reins themselves and just like, we're going to put on shows. We're going to do these concerts. Um, we're not going to wait for um, the establishment, so to speak, to <laughs> to kind of be like, oh, who who is this Bahar I haven't heard of? You know, like, you know, I'm going to go and I'm going to have concerts and I'm going to, you know, show these amazing people I know. And uh, it's it's awesome. So I applaud you. Oh, thank you so much. I think it's the it is a communal um, effort. Absolutely, it's a group. Uh, it's not just me. It's absolutely not me. It's it was me, Gabriel, George, Denise. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, all of us. Um, the, uh, Diana Rodriguez, uh, all of us who we were all together. Oh, <laughs> Jason Eckhart, he's, uh, I actually follow him on Twitter. 
Um, yeah. And I think he follows me back, which is a little weird. But uh, <laughs> what is it like to study with him? Jason is a, <clears throat> well, it's, a, well, to have one word is fascinating. It's mm. great. Um, I learned a lot from Jason. Jason is a philosopher to me. He's, um, he looks at, same as Susan Farin as well. Like Susan Farin is a very, they have this philosophical um, looking at the score and just, you just go deep into what you're, you want to do. Um, and those conversations um, with Jason, um, again, and with Susan Farin, um, were, were always um, inspiring. I, I have, I think I have two notebooks of me writing what uh, Jason was telling me. Um, yeah, I have it actually here. Wow. All of this, like talking, talking. <laughs> and he was, uh, I, yeah, I remember that here he was like, uh, Bahar, you need to think um, more um, in the larger scale. And we were just talking about that here. Um, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, because we, we talked to Annie Nakunin last night. And yeah. she's with one of my favorites, uh, Georg Haas, and about how he, you know, was really the the catalyst to make her go, okay, let's let me combine everything I'm doing in composition with movement. Yeah. Uh, it's I love to hear these people who have experiences with these people, these others, you know, and just mm-hmm. how their lives are then. Um, influenced or and or changed you know so i mean even if you had something bad just, Absolutely. Like, just cut it out later if we needed to so no no, no. <laughs> no really honestly honestly um i don't know it maybe it's uh, something in me i always um i always i feel like this when i'm coming out of my classes mm. um and um uh, and I'm like, wow, what did yeah. I just heard? Like, ooh. <laughs> uh, oh, I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. And it's because they are awesome. They're yeah. really awesome. Like, you, you can't. Um, and they're good people. Like, you just see Jason. You, can, you can't cut this. But, you, like, he's an amazing person. Like, he cares about, like, the world. I can't explain that. Like, he's so such a good heart please cut this i mean this is not relevant (laughs) (laughs) no yeah it's yeah there's been some times i've had that experience and it's always um you know just mind-boggling when you step out of the the room or the office and you're just like whoa yeah exactly yeah yeah you know like oh my goodness i i don't know how i'm gonna like put all this together in my brain you know so yeah exactly um yeah totally again like as i said uh, susan farin um she's like that as well and now that we are talking marty epstein was like that to me as well like mm. whenever i said sat in her um, in our uh, one-on-one one-on-one classes i was like <laughs> our conversations on time um 
with Marty was like, was, was, were fascinating. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, very inspiring. Very, I, I'm very lucky, William. I'm extremely lucky to have these people uh, in my life. Very, very privileged. Yeah. Well, one last question for me, and that's um, when you're not creating your sound worlds, what kind of music do you like to just listen to? Oh, uh, <clears throat> I listened, it may be funny, sorry, but I mean, there, there are so, too many categories, but I listen hey. to, <laughs> yes, um, I listen to the sound of rain, the field recordings of rain a lot. Okay. Um, uh, I just, uh, I, I need it sometimes. Um, That's how I fall asleep, actually. It's... <laughs> We we put it on at night and like five minutes later we're both passed out. So that's fast. <laughs> I also listen to down tempo music like Bonobo, Massive Attack, electronic okay. down tempo, trip hop. Um a lot. Really a lot. Um and um I listen to Miles Davis a lot. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like I can't compare him with anyone. I'm sure. Yeah, and um, I, I I listen to the uh, to these ensembles of funky bluesy uh, music like um, uh, Medeski Martin Wood a lot. Hmm. Um, that one. Oh please, please take a look. Oh my God. What is the name again? <laughs> Medeski Martin Wood. MMW. You should, you should. It is they they're awesome. <laughs> uh, what else? A lot of Iranian music. Uh, I am a fan of um Ali Zadeh, especially his early works like uh, Ney Navo. He has this orchestral um, string orchestral piece um based on one of the modes in um, Iranian music um, uh, called Nabo. Fascinating. I, I will share it with you. I think yeah, it's great. Please. Oh, I want to listen. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 so many things. <laughs> very cool. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, I think it's, it's very, uh, my teacher was always like, you should definitely listen to a whole bunch of things that you aren't working in, you know, mm-hmm. just give your brain a rest, you know, like if yes. you're, I don't know how people like Puccini and they'd <laughs> sit there and write opera after opera after opera and then attend <laughs> operas and not just be like, if I hear another screaming soprano, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, opera. Okay. Now we need to go like hear some hip hop or we need to do something different, you know? <laughs> my old mp3 player would be like dean martin followed by yeah followed by hip-hop and i'd be like yeah it all works. <laughs> yeah exactly totally totally yeah all right bahar thank you so much this was amazingly insightful and uh inspirational um and so uh, like I was saying earlier, you know, discovering the music of you and uh, Anahita and, of course, studying, you know, being friends with Nilafar 
Um, the music is just so wonderful. And uh, I have not found a thing I, I don't love about it. So <laughs> thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you so, so much, dear William, dear Hillary. Um, it was great to be here. Thank you so much for your kind words. Uh, you're very kind and sweet. And um, it was a great time that I had. Thanks for listening to my <clears throat> too much talking. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like mesmerized completely. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. I'm so grateful to you. Oh, well, thanks again. And can't wait to see where you go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thanks for listening to the Sounds of the World podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. There are links to everything in the episode description and also on our website. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Sounds of the World. To show support for Sounds of the World podcast, please join our Patreon, where you can have access to our after-party discussions with guests, discounted merchandise, and even more. If you have any questions, answers, or episode suggestions, please email us at Sounds of the world podcast at gmail.com. Well, Bill, I think I'm going to go have a beer now. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>